Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. Hi there, it's Dallas Travers, your host of the Six Figure Coach Podcast. This show is for coaches who care as much about impact as they do about income. So today's episode is a juicy one. It's one of my favorites in a long time. It's especially juicy if you feel stuck around your messaging or unclear about the journey you take your clients on. Inside the Six Figure Coach Club, we call this the progress pathway for your clients. If you're not rock solid in those two areas, keep listening. So my guest is Lauren Kester, who before becoming a coach, she actually worked for Saturday Night Live. Lauren also had a pretty strict religious upbringing, which just wasn't for her. So she came into our session relatively clear that she wanted to use her upbringing to help women step fully into their power. She also felt very attached to infusing clever SNL references into her client journey. To be honest, neither of these things were really working for her. First off, Lauren's target audience was not clear enough. It was very bland. It did not stand out. Secondly, she was overcomplicating that client journey, the progress pathway, because she was trying to be super clever. So both of these things left her feeling unclear, unconfident, and pretty stuck. The good news is that we solved these problems during our conversation, and from that, I had two big takeaways. Number one, never compromise clarity for cleverness, especially in your messaging. You're just making yourself work way too hard. Number two, specificity is the thing that brings more opportunity. If you struggle to bring in leads, if you struggle to bring in the right ideal clients, my guess is that your niche is too broad. So if you're stuck in the muck around these issues, this episode is for you. Let's take a listen. Hey, Lauren, thank you for volunteering for the show. Hey, Dallas, I'm so excited to be here. Genuinely so excited. Uh, we were just nervous. talking. Yeah, yeah, right? We were just talking before we started about that combination of nerves and excitedness. And my friend Sophia calls it nerve sighted. And that's how I feel every time we dive into an episode. So, yeah. Before we begin, I'd love to just know how's it going for you inside the Six Figure Coach Club? I am loving it. I love the structure. I have done a program previous to the Six Figure Coach Club and it was, you know, big investment. They made a lot of promises that I'd walk away being super clear on things and it didn't have the structure. It didn't have <laughs> what I'm getting from the Six Figure Coach Club. And I love to follow a system. I love to follow a plan. I yeah. love to go in order. I love to check boxes off. <laughs> that feels really good to me. So right now I, I don't, I feel a lot less pressured because I'm just like, I'm following the plan. I'm following the plan. And yes. so there's some freedom in that, some relaxation in that. 
Yeah, no, I get it. You know, you're reminding me because I know you have a background uh, in the entertainment industry, right? An analogy I used to use with actors a lot when I worked with them was improvisation, right? And Mm -hmm. improv is the art of making things up on the fly, Mm -hmm. right? That's what you're Mm -hmm. doing. And yet there are so many rules to follow in improv in order order for the story to ever go somewhere. Mm -hmm. So even in the thing that is probably the most spontaneous, this is the most spontaneous thing I can think of, it's the structure that allows for the spontaneity and creativity. And I find the same true for entrepreneurs, right? If you're in a container, then you know you know where to play and it gives you permission mm-hmm. to have more ideas. So I'm glad yeah. you like the structure because I'm a nerd for structure. <laughs> and I used to do improv. So I like that analogy. Oh, great. great. I'm <laughs> preaching to the choir here. Yeah. Right. So my intention today is to help you walk away feeling super clear and excited. Let's share with our listeners what you want to walk away with from our time together today. I would love to feel super clear and super excited about my progress pathway in my niche, but I feel more clear in my niche than ever, but I feel like my progress pathway and niche are so entangled in my mind. Yeah. Focusing on the progress pathway. Okay, great. So for our listeners, the part of how we inside the club get really clear on who we serve and how to talk about it is identifying what I call a progress pathway. It's essentially your client's journey where we just identify whether you're working privately, whether you have a course, even small groups or large groups, what are the milestones that clients will hit and how are we going to measure their progress along the way? Mm -hmm. Great. Mm -hmm. So can you fill everybody in on your niche? Yeah. So I help women who have put themselves second in their life or have played small in their life to step away from patriarchal thinking, to step away from religious programming and, you know, step up to be the heroine of their life story. So I call it being the leading lady of your life or, you know, being the main character of your story. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of got that because of my entertainment background. And that's been, you know, of course, my own story has been letting go of a lot of my programming, letting go of a lot of the shoulds, and really stepping up to not let someone else's desires for my life to dictate my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I love to do is to help women to identify those things and step out of their current paradigm. And I'm still working on my elevator pitch. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me about where you feel unclear about your niche. I promise we're going to get to the progress pathway, but if if the niche isn't clear, it's hard to have a conversation about the pathway. So, because you you just shared it and you sounded pretty clear. So let's let the doubting side of you speak for a moment. What's happening there? I think that, you know, I've been coaching about a year. And I've coached a lot of people for free and I'm on, you know, I've had a handful of paid clients and when I'm coaching them, I'm really starting to, I think, have more doubts about what I'm doing. And then part of that creeps in, like, am I coaching the right person? And when I did my um, Spark interviews, like I did like almost 10 of them and I was trying to compare these people to my progress pathway that I have in mind. And I was like, these people don't, I don't know if these are the right people for this progress pathway, Mm -hmm. but I feel so called to the progress pathway. (laughs) 
Yes. Okay. Okay. So I want to point something out here. When I just asked you, let me back it up. The application that you filled in in order to be on the show, we ask about your target audience. Mm -hmm. And the language you used was around helping women, you know, be the leading lady of their story, but it was Mm -hmm. about releasing shoulds. Yeah, releasing shoulds. Just now, you talked about dismantling the patriarchy, which is (laughs) very different language. Yeah. Right? So I think, I, I, I don't... I am not here to give you permission, but I think like it's the, the student in us that will fill in an application and get the words right. Yeah. And it's the warrior in us that comes out when we're just speaking about what we're passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. So what would be different if you actually forget about releasing shoulds? There are plenty of coaches who do that. Mm-hmm. And what if you took a strong stance toward helping women dismantle the patriarchy in their own lives? I, <laughs> I mean, I definitely, that is something that fires me up, you know, but it's like in my elevator pitch, I sort of say like dismantling the patriarchy, get rid of shoulds and let go of religious programming because that religious programming piece is also very big in my story. Yes. And I think all of those pieces together, maybe what make me so confused is within myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. Well, religious programming is based in the patriarchy. Can we just yeah, like, I mean, that's true. time that's out true. for a second? Can we address yeah. <laughs> the elephant in the room? Yes, yes, yes. Right? Yes. And so much of my religious baggage, mm-hmm. you know, being being raised very, very conservative, being raised with a lot of shoulds, being raised to be a good girl, being raised like saying, you know, I would go to hell if I, you know, stepped out of line, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. Like I'm 35 now. It it took me until I was 32 to let go of that stuff. And so that, you know, patriarchal system that really does serve the men of the church. I am passionate about dismantling that for sure. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. I just think there's an opportunity here, Lauren, for you to niche down. Yeah. Even if it's not like the archetype of the the client as much as the way you speak about your work. Mm-hmm. So that you easily attract. I'm bringing this up because you talked about interviewing your target audience and what it brought up for you was, uh, am I actually interviewing my target audience right now? Yeah. Yeah. Right? What's off here? My message, mm-hmm. right? Or the or is this person just not aligned? Right? Yeah. And the more brave we can be in our messaging, mm-hmm. the more clearly we attract our dream clients. Yeah. And letting go of shoulds is great. Mm-hmm. It's not as brave as releasing religious baggage, mm-hmm. right? Or dismantling the patriarchy. Yeah, that's true. I have really been thinking like my niece has felt too big, mm-hmm. but I have had the I've had my shoulds come up, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. We coach what, we, what we're working on, don't we? <laughs> yes, we sure do. Yeah. So I just want to, maybe we'll put a pin in this. Mm-hmm. I know you really want to talk about your progress pathway, but there's an opportunity here for you to go all in on a, on a braver message. Yeah. And I'll yeah. tell you, I'm, I'm pretty certain there are plenty of women on planet Earth 
who need to release religious baggage to keep you very busy. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I think there are too. So even if you just leaned into that tiny component, I think I, I know, I don't think I know because I see it over and over again, it will be easier to create content. It will, Mm -hmm. you will feel more free and confident in your business and it will be easier to attract dream clients. Yeah, I feel like my chest just opened a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I can see that too. I don't know why I haven't been able to give myself permission. It's been festering for like almost mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow. Mm-hmm. But, but it's like, these, this is the thing that I could talk about all day. All day. And all now day. it's a way to establish your authority as well, because I work with coaches. I know a lot of coaches right? And uh, there are a number of coaches, whether they're health coaches or love coaches or life coaches or spiritual coaches or even leadership coaches, whose angle is all about empowering women to use their Mm -hmm. voice, to charge their worth, to love themselves, Mm -hmm. all of those layers. Yeah. All of it is really valuable. I've Mm -hmm. only ever met one other coach who, with this specific of a niche, Mm, I like that. <laughs> so, you know, let's let it percolate. But yeah. would you be open today as we go through your progress pathway? Let's just lean in to the niche of helping women release religious baggage. Mm-hmm. It, it may help us get more clear on the pathway. I promise you that if you decide to expand your niche or lean more into the patriarchy stuff and less into the religious stuff, Uh, it'll still apply. You may have to change some of the language, but I think it could. Mm -hmm. Let's try the outfit on and see how it feels. Okay. Try it on. All right. Good. Okay. So the progress pathway, again, for our listeners, these are the milestones that define our client's journey. Tell me, Lauren, how much, where are you at with the pathway? I have kind of like a second draft outline Mm -hmm. where um, because a big part of my life story was releasing my baggage, stepping into my power, getting over emotional abuse, and then reaching my dreams of working in, in TV and film. And so I have this love for film and TV and storytelling. So I have this idea of like, you know, as someone has grown up where they've been maybe supporting character in their life, like moving from the role of supporting character to their supporting, you know, their a patriarchal system. They're like being a good girl, mm-hmm. uh, be, stepping up into the leading lady. So I have this idea to bring in elements, like starting with like, okay, we're doing a first draft of the script. We're going to do casting. We're doing rehearsals. We're doing <laughs> filming. We're doing editing. And within each of those sort of cinematic themes to bring out like, you know, what is coming up for you around the people in your life? How do those people in your life serve you? Are they helping you become the main character of your story? Like who has been writing the story so far? Where do you want to go? And and how can you become the director? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And making it fun, making, bringing some like joy and vibrancy and play into something that feels really serious to me. Yeah, Because I feel like so much of the work can be so daunting and serious and um, heavy. And so that's why I was playing with this dichotomy of two ideas of like, 
bring livelihood and fun into the serious stuff. Yeah. Great. Okay. We may be able to make this work. We may not. And you've okay. heard me say this before because it, it's a theme that comes up inside the club, but we have mm. to release. We can never compromise clarity for cleverness. Yes. I have heard you say that. And I just wonder if you're getting a little too clever. Mm. If we're following the theme of how a movie gets made, there's mm-hmm. a process there. So now we try to jam our own progress pathway into mm-hmm. that established process, which mm-hmm. may or may not be a perfect fit. It's yeah. sort of like if if we wanted to create a course and we fell in love with the, with an acronym, oh, I, I need it to stand for EXPAND right? Mm-hmm. So then the X <laughs> in that word stands yeah. for super crazy and it doesn't, like, it just does not make sense. Mm-hmm. So let's try this. I love the idea. I want to be clear about that, but mm-hmm. I just see so often coaches sacrificing clarity for cleverness. It's mm-hmm. also possible that your target audience may not be film buffs. Yeah. And that's another reason why I felt stuck. It's like, do I just need to work specifically with people who are like, in film and TV who understand this because that's very much like could that be my niche too like or should I scrap it all together so well it doesn't maybe it's not all or nothing but Marisa Corcoran who was on I think it was episode 29 27 Mm. she's a copywriter she's a genius I'm such a fan of her she's also a former actor in Mm. her marketing she doesn't talk about the theater, right? And like her progress pathway is not necessarily a mirror image of Mm -hmm. how a a play, like of tech week, okay, Mm -hmm. for a play. Mm -hmm. And yet the way in which she teaches and coaches, she makes a ton of theatrical references. Mm. There could be a a lot of room for you to use your fun, creative background in the film and television industry, as you're teaching, it may not be the best way to, air quotes here, but sell your stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And present an overview of the progress pathway. So would you be Mm -hmm. open right now to just setting that metaphor aside? Mm -hmm. Let's get really clear on your pathway. And Mm -hmm. then let's see if we get lucky enough for it to also be clever. (laughs) Let's do it. Okay, good. So when we come back from our break, Lauren and I are going to dive in and really get clear on her progress pathway. The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking, what more should I be doing? The real question here is, how can I do less? Or where can I go deeper? These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called The Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, The Coach Class could just change your life. Go to watchthecoachclass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures and the coach class will show it to you. Registration is open this week. So again, the URL is watchthecoachclass.com. I will see you over there.
Welcome back, yes. everybody. <laughs> uh, so just to summarize, Lauren, so far, we, we're, we've opened the door to you really niching down and talked about how that actually makes so many things easier. Then we looked at the difference between being clever and being clear. We're going to set cleverness aside for a second and just get crystal clear mm-hmm. on your mm-hmm. client journey. Does that sound good? Sounds amazing. Okay, great. So what is the starting point? I am a woman who wants to release religious baggage. I'm ready to do that work. Where am I at when we begin working together? I think where you're at is frustrated with how things... I've never coached someone through this specific journey. So I'm I'm overthinking right now. Um, (laughs) You you have coached yourself through this specific journey. So if you have to use yourself as a reference point, do that. Yeah. I think you start noticing that there are things that don't add up. Yes. Incongruences. Yes. um, Within what you've been told and what you're experiencing in life. Um, And you start to, I started to feel like, you know, you know, I'm supposed to not judge other people for doing these things that are sinful. I'm supposed to love them, but I, I don't love myself, you know, because I'm so full of this, you know, self-loathing and worry because a lot of the language used in the church puts women down. It tells women they are bad. Something's wrong with them, especially if they're single women. Mm -hmm. So it's starting to identify like, I want another way. Like this is not working for me anymore. Like maybe they're done with God. Maybe they want to step away, but it's like, I'm starting to see that this furniture doesn't fit in my apartment anymore. Yep. Got it. That's really clear. So they're frustrated, but more than that, they've had some sort of experience that has turned the lights on, mm-hmm. right? Where like things that they always believe they now see them in a, in a, do you keep with the analogy in a different light and mm-hmm. they're ready to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's important that the lights, the lights are on. Cause I, I think you can't really coach someone until they're beginning to see, but once you see, you can't unsee. Yeah. Yeah. So step number two, I remember that moment. I grew up in a religious household too. And I remember that moment, I was pretty young when I had, when the lights came on for me, mm. Sunday morning, walking down the stairs, leaning against the banister and looking at my mom and saying, I won't be joining you today. <laughs> just walking back up the stairs, right? So mm-hmm. anyhow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm your dream client, right? I The lights mm-hmm. have turned on. I realize, wait a second, this isn't for me any longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine pretty quickly they experience backlash around that. Like they probably haven't shared that with anyone yet, or maybe they have yeah. and all the doubts and things come in. So there's probably yeah. that piece too, right? The yeah. lights have come on and with that come all of the big feelings Yeah, with this new discovery. Okay. So what's the first milestone you would work with me toward? Actually, no, hold on. We're skip- We're missing a step. Where's the final outcome? So now I know where I'm starting. Where is it when our work together is complete mm. that I will land? I think it is two words are coming through for me. And it's like personal freedom and spiritual freedom, like cultivating a spiritual life that feels really authentic and true to you. 
it took me a really long time, but now I'm extremely spiritual. But it, I had to go through a process of really looking at each part of my life to do so. So it was like personal freedom and spiritual freedom. I don't know if that's too many outcomes. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think they're completely intertwined. Great. <laughs> and I'm seeing such a clear dream client power statement, right? Like I help women release the religious baggage so they can create personal and spiritual freedom. Oh, I feel juicy. I know four people I could refer to you. <laughs> I mean, I might need to talk to them for an interview. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. Okay, great. So now just to walk, catch everybody up, when you're creating your progress pathway, the first thing we want to do is get really clear on where clients are at when you begin the work. And then what is the ultimate destination? Then we get to fill in the gaps. Now, for a lot of coaches, and I'm going to guess this is going to be the case for you, it is not a straight line, yeah. right? It's it's almost uh, cyclical or circular. So mm-hmm. when we think about the pathway, it's easy to think about it as a, a map, right, where I'm, I'm taking a road trip from Seattle to Graceland, and I know mm-hmm. the journey, and we don't ever drive backward, right? Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily the case here, but still thinking about milestones or pillars or transformations. It just mm-hmm. gives us a context to share with potential clients. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's the first milestone or the first layer to help me uncover personal and spiritual freedom? Um, thinking back to my own journey, I think it was looking at all of my beliefs and looking at them through the new lens that I have and then saying like, is this making me feel expansive or is this making me feel stifled, small, and even farther from myself and from God? Great. Is that a milestone? <laughs> yeah. Or is it too yeah. out there? It's No, <laughs> you're allowed to be out there. I'm, t- I'm writing this down. So it's the first action we're going to take right, is Mm -hmm. to connect or filter rather, no, it's connect regardless, connecting my beliefs to feelings, right? Mm -hmm. I'm examining all of these beliefs that I've been taught and adopted consciously or not, and really understanding how they make me feel. Yeah. Yeah. And then the ones that help me feel expansive and more connected to my own spirituality, we keep. Mm-hmm. Right, the ones that stifle me to use your language are the ones to explore and start and begin to un unhook. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. Lauren, today we're not going to come up with the the titles of each milestone. Let's yeah. just get clear on what they are, and then you'll mm-hmm. be able to brand them. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. So far, great. <laughs> okay, great. So now we've begun to unpack my beliefs and gotten clear on the beliefs that help me feel expansive and the beliefs that don't, Mm -hmm. what's the next step? Well, I'm going through my own timeline and I'm thinking about how like I had to do a lot of exploration, reading things, finding people who felt similarly to me. I guess that would be me as the coach. Yep. And having, because when you have this aha moment, a lot of things in your life start to look different and that includes your relationships and that includes your, maybe your work that includes 
the way you operate in your day to day. So part of what will organically come up is like some relationships may no longer serve you and you might be called to explore new things. So I, I don't know if that's a timeline that you can put on it, but like once you start speaking your truth, the people who haven't had the aha are not going to be able to, may not be able to see you in the same way and things will organically change. Yes. Got um, it. I guess maybe this is more towards the end. It's like an important piece is starting to cultivate a community of like-minded people who, who make you feel like that you're on the same page. Yeah. So I don't know that that's step two. Um, but all of this stuff is percolating at the same time, but something that I had to do in my journey was like, you know, there are a lot of things I was told that I could not do or something bad would happen. Like <laughs> um, very candidly, like, you know, if I have sex, I will immediately burn in hell and just go right down. <laughs> like someone okay. will come and grab me and bring me to hell. And it's like, I had to go and like, try that, like explore and like do these things that I was told were bad and see how they made me feel and see how I connected to, to them and connected spiritually. Got it. So what I hear you saying is first, we're going to uh, really connect our beliefs to our feelings to put them into two different buckets right? Mm-hmm. And maybe part of unpacking the, the beliefs that make us feel constricted or small is this testing it in the real world, which could take a lot of shapes. You're not just going to coach all your clients to go out and have a bunch yeah. of sex. That could be great, but yeah. that may not be exactly what you right. mean. It could be doing research, right? It could be like mm-hmm. reading certain books. It could, there could be, it could take different shapes for different people, mm-hmm. but it's basically getting really clear on what's true and yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Another thing I was going to say is like a lot of the words that are used to keep women down within the church are from interpretations of the Bible that don't take into account the time and place in which the Bible was written. Mm-hmm. And so you have to look at that stuff and say like, you know, actually this wasn't even how this was meant to be interpreted at all. Mm-hmm. And that stuff is important to look at, was important for me to look at as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this in in and of itself could be a really big, could be it, right? Is working one belief at a time with your clients to identify how it makes them feel, right? Mm -hmm. Then test it in the real world in some way. And then what's coming forward for me, if if it resonates for you, is to then consciously choose a replacement belief or perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then test that in the real world. Mm, I love that. And then I go back and pick a different belief. Yeah. So we're just like peeling the onion, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you talked about relationships before, and then we kind of, I don't, I don't feel complete with that piece because that'll be a big mm-hmm. part of it. So how do mm-hmm. you anticipate supporting your clients with the turmoil that is likely to present itself mm-hmm. in their relationships? I mean, I think that's when mindset work comes in, boundaries work comes in, confidence work comes in, because when you step out into your power, you need to have an arsenal of tools to uh, make you feel safe. Because if this was your cocoon and you're leaving the cocoon, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. um, so that was a big piece for me in my journey is, you know, 
I had a lot of coaches. I had a lot. I went to therapy. Um, But the boundaries piece, I think, was really major. And not just boundaries with people, but boundaries with my mind. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm seeing four categories here with your pathway. The first one we've talked about, it's beliefs. Mm Mm-hmm. The second category here is relationships. Mm-hmm. The third category is confidence and safety. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth is personal power, which you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So this is your freedom paradigm, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, it's the, and it's those four partner parts right? They all work in unison, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm going to show up to the first day having had a big disruption with my father the day before. Mm-hmm. And you're going to say to me, you know what? We got to look at beliefs first. Relationships right. step two, right? So I'm almost right. imagining like a, a Venn diagram, right? Of the freedom, mm-hmm. the freedom paradigm. And it's those four pieces that you mm-hmm. help clients work through. Mm-hmm. as they go through this process toward releasing mm-hmm. religious baggage and discovering their own personal and spiritual freedom. Mm. That seems really, I guess I was like very stuck on like, it needs to go step one, step two, step three, step four, <laughs> really following a timeline, you know, just because that's how, I guess, because they can, you know, six figure coach club is very clear in that timeline. Although pieces come in together like you might need to skip ahead, but like my brain wasn't computing that. I was putting myself in a box of you need to do stuff following a strict line. Right. Like a relying on chronology. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think part of it is we call it a progress pathway. And we talked about this earlier, but that implies like moving forward in a line, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but mm-hmm. it really seems if I were you, if it resonates, I would speak about my pathway as these four pillars that I mm-hmm. like and each of them have many layers to them mm-hmm. right that you just uh, help clients move through as they mm-hmm. find their own freedom it's awesome <laughs> and it, what you reflected back to me is so much clearer than anything that I said to you <laughs> I'm kind of good at that of, that's yes. the power of coaching <laughs> it is the power of coaching for sure for sure And do you see how much simpler this was when we let go of, okay, ooh, I could make this film analogy. And then Mm -hmm. that actually often becomes very restrictive. Mm -hmm. And again, I want to reiterate, I'm not telling you not to use that background and the stories from from that experience. But Mm -hmm. when we're just speaking broadly, right, about the process, you help your clients move through. Clarity is what matters, not cleverness. You can totally get in the weeds with them, right? With this whole analogy about how the casting process works and how there's so much rejection and people, actors yeah. perceive it as rejection, but really it's not. Like there's so much yeah. room for that. But mm-hmm. I think it's the progress pathway is not where it belongs. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay. We may have gotten it. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling a lot of things right now. I, I really love this. And then there's a part of me that's like, this niche is me in a nutshell. But then like, I have so many things in my, so many different Laurens 
that like there's a part of me that wants to have 20 niches because you know I love doing business I have a master's in business I love astrology and I love woo woo and weird and manifesting and all of those things as well and it's like how do I bring all of those pieces of me into this or is it okay to I mean I'm talking it out as I talk to you but it's like keep going starting with one thing that doesn't mean I have to stay with it because this is something that I'm extremely passionate about and I don't know why I'm like feeling like I still want to bring in all those other pieces it's a great way to avoid really putting yourself out there. <laughs> right? Yeah. Lauren, if I'm confused, I have permission to stay home and get unconfused. Right? I think in our culture, mm. those of us who are good students, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, confusion is a problem to overcome. But if you want to get less confused, put yourself out there. Yeah. Right. If you want to figure out how can I integrate my business background, my love of astrology, and this purpose of helping women release religious baggage, start. You cannot figure yeah. it out, like mapping it out on your own. Yeah. The other piece is there's like, a, how do I say this? There's such an important distinction between the brand. I'm trying to think of a good analogy and it's... Okay, it's almost like a a rain cloud, right? And every drop of rain is a different skill that you have, interest that you hold, quality that you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And but they all come, they all live under this one cloud. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. To, I guess what I'm trying to say here, I don't know if that was a, the best analogy, but mm-hmm. it will be surprising to you how often you can integrate your love of astrology into your coaching with these clients, your business mm-hmm. acumen into your coaching with these clients. To try to cram it all in to one message, it's confusing to you and it's confusing to the clients. And a lot of coaches choose confusion because it, it helps mm-hmm. them stay off the hook. Of mm-hmm. taking that big risk, right? Of putting mm-hmm. yourself out there and inviting clients to invest in themselves through the work that you do. That is freaking scary. Mm-hmm. So of course, I'm going to try to find a way to be confused. That is so powerful. <laughs> it was like you just like came into my physical space and we're here and I was just like blown away. <laughs> by that. Like. Yeah, you're completely right because I felt for like a year, like this piece has been calling to me, other pieces have called, but what has remained is my stuckness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you feel needs to happen in order for you to give yourself permission to feel confused and still move forward? Great question. <laughs> I'm a really good action taker. Mm. I'm actually really good at getting into action, but my, I've been taking action, but they haven't been super aligned. They've been kind of disjointed actions where I'm like, I'm going to do this thing. It seems like it could work, but it's not, my brand is still so misaligned that it's action that doesn't build anything, doesn't go anywhere. (laughs) So, I mean, taking aligned action, what do I need to do to get out of this? confusion would be no that's not what I asked 
What do you need to do to give yourself permission to be confused and still move forward? (laughs) I'm smiling at you because it's like I'm hot now and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is... Because I love certainty. Um, oh my like, gosh. Like we all do, you know? Oh, um, so much. Yeah. So much. What do I need to do to give myself permission to move freely with still being confused? And the other part of me is like, what do you recommend? Will you just <laughs> tell me what to do? Because <laughs> I still do. I, and I know that's not the answer. But, you know, I want to talk to some people who I could serve in this way. And I don't even know where these people are right how to find them okay but so many of them come into my life organically after the light bulb has come on but Hmm. I guess asking people if they know anyone who I could talk to (laughs) okay so number one I am willing to bet money that someone listening to the podcast right now (laughs) knows someone right who is a woman who needs, who would love to release religious baggage and Mm -hmm. uncover personal and spiritual freedom. If that's you in the show notes, we have a way to contact Lauren, not because you're, you're going to refer your friends so that uh, to hire Lauren, but inside the six figure coach club, an early step we take are these spark interviews, interviews with people who really match your target audience to understand where they're at, how they speak, what they desire, and how you can communicate that in your own words. So I just did a little commercial for you, Lauren. Hope so. There's Thank a, you so much. <laughs> so there's one way, right? And I'm going to come back to the rest of this, but let's go back to the question about giving yourself permission to be confused and still move forward. My invitation for you would be, if it resonates, mm-hmm. redefine your relationship to yourself when you're confused. So, oh, I'm confused. Okay. Something must be wrong. Mm-hmm. This is the patriarchy coming at you. This is like yes. what you get. We're yes. getting- <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I can't- oh, right? man. So instead, it's like, oh, I'm confused, right? This is the thing. Like, this is such a familiar feeling. It's mm-hmm. the thing that often comes up when it's time for me to take the next step. Yeah. Right. It's or oh, I'm confused. Right. This means mm-hmm. I need more information. Let mm-hmm. me take the next step so I can get that information instead mm-hmm. of this unconscious assumption that I'm confused. I need to fix myself before I move forward. I feel seen right now, <laughs> <laughs> I you, Lauren. I see you. Yes. Oh, yep. That's exactly it because of all the programming and I'm, you know, it's something we have to work on constantly, but like I have, I can go to black and white very easily move from a a right or wrong instead of a both and. Mm -hmm. And the invitation to both and is so powerful. And I need to give myself permission to live in that space. Yeah. (laughs) Good. I'm so glad we're having this conversation. I can't even tell you. Uh, It is. That's so, that's good coaching. I feel like rocked right now. Thank you. (laughs) You're so welcome. You're so welcome. So crying a little bit. uh, That's awesome. That means we're onto something here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's finish up with some tangible steps. Here's what Mm -hmm. came up for me. Mm -hmm. The first one is just 
like we're going to keep the outfit on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, helping women release religious baggage so that they can mm-hmm. uncover personal and spiritual freedom. Like how does that feel at the end of the week for you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two is then following the Spark Interview training mm-hmm. for listeners who aren't in the Six Figure Coach Club. It's a series, it's an interview, but uh, the first step is just to reach out and say, I'm looking for women, right? Who want to mm-hmm. release religious baggage for market research. Mm-hmm. Share this post with a woman in your life. Because mm-hmm. you'll have juicier Spark interviews if they're with people you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All my Spark interviews were with friends or acquaintances. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. And then from there, the third step, I think, after your Spark interviews... Does mm-hmm. this progress pathway, the freedom paradigm that we constructed today, does it hold water? Mm-hmm. When the experts, right, your target audience, have mm-hmm. shared their feedback with you. What, what, mm-hmm. what are we missing? What language needs to be changed? And then you'll be on your way. Totally Beautiful. imperfect and totally confused every step of the way. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. And that's the invitation to personal freedom. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it. Oh, okay. Awesome. Well, I can do this. You can. You really can. I really can. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Lauren. Thank you for coming on the show. And thanks, everybody. For awesome. I hope this was helpful. Thanks for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's really the best way to show your support. Now, if your goal is to build a six-figure coaching business and you need a simple system to get there, I would love to invite you to join us inside the Six Figure Coach Club. I'm so proud of the community we've built there. Plus, the mentorship and training you'll receive is truly unmatched. Now, the first step to joining us is to actually watch the coach class. That way you can see how my approach to six figures can work for your business. And from there, you can apply to join us inside the club. So go to watchthecoachclass.com now to learn more about how I can help you reach your business goals inside the Six Figure Coach Club. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next week.